Yeah, I'm, I just finished my lessons and I'm about to be at the gym. Um, and then I'm pretty much going right to a housewarming party. Get a call up for the immediate thoughts because honestly, I, I'm going to be useless for that anyway because I, I, I have an exercise that I think would be more beneficial that we could wait till after the draft or we could do it in like a week or two. But essentially just looking at everyone on the roster and saying, what do you do? And I, I, I honestly like, and then you come up with a roster that way. You do that for like an hour ish hour, you know, hour, 20 minutes. I think that that's like a good productive way, but like, you know, I ultimately like my, my thoughts on the matter, like are, I feel like my thoughts are useless one game after the season's ended because I feel like emotionally I've been pretty good at detaching myself and letting me be okay let me sit on this for a while before I even think about the changes that need to be made so it's going to be a lot of me going I don't know you know it's like I'm, I'm almost useless I have no hot takes no quick fixes I like the roster I ultimately think that like the, the, the most productive thing is a meditation of like, here's the players, here's who was hurt, who's, here's UFAs, here's RFAs, here's the UFAs not on, you know, the non-Isles UFAs. What do you do? And then, you know, trade target or two if you want. That's the, that's, that's me at my most productive. So, yeah, so uh, I'm going to just use that audio on the pod and this audio uh, as well. So to be clear, you cannot make it to this recording and I must get a call up. But in a week or so, you think uh, you'd be able to do a game like that? Because I was actually thinking a segment like that because, you know, me and my brain's already kind of concocted a couple different machinations. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's the I think that that's the healthiest way to look at so, uh, especially a team like this given the pieces that they have. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I think that that's the best case scenario. We we do some kind of hour 20 minute pod where we concoct the roster essentially for next season in our eyes. And and you know, for what it's worth, at least for me and I'm sure for you there's going to be tweaks and some hard goodbyes or whatever, but it looks it looks pretty similar, and I know that upsets people. Whatever, I don't care. All right, but you you need to do it. We can't do the thing that always happens when we have an episode, and I make some sort of suggestion, and then you're like, "Huh, I never really thought about that. I don't I don't really I don't really have a thought on that unless that's you in the moment and you're able to be productive." But let me tell you, if if you do bad on the next episode, it's gonna be—it's not gonna be too good for your uh, your uh, contract, your podcast contract extension. All right, enjoy your um, party. Uh, let them know. You know, I didn't get the invite. Uh, I guess it just got lost. Um, but uh, enjoy your uh, vacation. Um, let's go Islanders. God, if you are listening to this, unfortunately, that means that I did not have a COVID fever dream and that the events of Friday night 
did unfold the way they did. Uh, this is episode, I believe, 56 of the Through the Island podcast. Uh, as uh, as as is fitting, Mike not able to not able to step up. Really going to be curious to see how his exit interviews go. Um, you know his 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 podcast contracts up, so going to be pretty pretty dicey for him. But uh, in his absence, we we have yet another call up. You may know him as Oleg Kavasha uh, at Oleg Kavasha. Uh, do, do you do do you uh, go government name on this? Do you want to just go by Oleg Kavasha? On, on no, we can, we can go, we can go. What's on the uh, government certified certificate? John, um, if, if yeah. I'm pronouncing that right, that, that's the you know that's one of the best pronunciations I've heard so far. Okay, great, John. Um, happy to have you here. Uh, just because I feel like we're we're often on fairly similar wavelengths. I, I appreciate. Um, your your very uh, sober takes um, often, and and uh, I also appreciate your your uh, your Godzilla photoshops, and uh, uh, and I appreciate your fishermen respecting, and and you know who knows, this year has been about a lot of things. Uh, this team has been a lot of things this season, but one of the things it's it has been has been a a fisherman jersey wearer. Um, and uh, you are one of the most preeminent uh, uh, fishermen uh, defenders. So uh, I am. And well, first off, I'm very pleased to be here with you. Um, I'm glad we can do this on such short notice. I'm very I'm also very pleased that my kids will not be uh, joining us for this. Um, I actually. When the fishermen first came out, I did. There is photographic proof in my sophomore yearbook. Sophomore high school yearbook of me sitting in uh, social studies class wearing the fisherman hat, and then much like many others, I I don't want to say there was a disdain, but there was a uh, I don't I don't want to think about this because again it came out the fisherman featured prominently at the end of middle school and the first half of high school, so it much like see much like many others I believe that their negative views on the fishermen have have a lot to do with their you know more formative years but if you can separate the two we can get back you know on a normal you know pace and course of life and i believe i've done that it's also a wonderful wonderful design it's a hideous design these are both mutually exclusive and mutual statements and honestly it also makes for a fantastic uh, Michelin nest dugout jacket. So I, I really can't, you know, you, yeah. you can, you can understand, you know, that era, which was not good. Yes. But you can also understand that, you know, maybe, maybe we've just moved on. Maybe you can look at the past and go, wow, that was a mess. Mm. But, but you can appreciate just the little parts of, wow, that was a mess. And, you know, we're not there anymore, which is fine. So. I, what what you've said there is, I think, uh, gives us a good lead point into uh, what we're going to largely talk about on this episode. Uh, appreciation, but also moving on. Um, the Islanders lost four games to two to the Carolina mm -hmm. Hurricanes. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I mean, I guess we 
first let's we can just talk about the series at large and then and then reflect on the season you know that the the game six to me everything about it the way it played out made sense everything about it made sense you you Mm -hmm. felt good at times about the team and and then they never they never gave themselves breathing room they were bailed out by Sorokin a million times. Oh Lord! Uh, they then the third period happens, and you had I tweeted right before the third period time time to find, or maybe it was before the fourth uh, before the overtime time to find out. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of when it, when it came down to it, they could not find the resolve to get through a period, and then they could not find the resolve to clear a puck. Uh, or score a goal uh, in the overtime. And as such, the season is over. What is your feeling overall, whether you want to start at at game six or about just the series in general? I think that as as a series overall, there were so many moments. Carolina's, I'm on the side that Carolina's a very good team. Yeah. Um, their goaltending. They have two equal, equally fine goaltenders. Um, they do not have, they do not have a Sorokin level goaltender. But the rest of the team is a very good team. But they're also a team that you can put, you can put in check, and you can hold them to what you want to do to them. The one thing, the one area I I really think that they have a leg up on, and they will for a, if they resign these if they at least hold the pieces they got is on defense. It still annoys me. And now, I don't always like to sit there and go, "Why did this team make this trade?" Well, because like any transaction in life, just because you covet something doesn't mean someone's going to give it to you, and just because you have something of value doesn't mean someone want, wants it from you. But getting Shane Gostisbehere for a third round pick, what ten years from now or whatever that whatever <laughs> whatever number that is, that's a crime because yeah. Gostisbehere is not the college Gostisbehere. Um, he's not the initial you know rookie and sophomore year Gostisbehere, but as a value depth defenseman, he could have. He's a player that could have done. I don't want to say wonders, but canceled out a lot of the noise and unnecessary vibrations from the from the blue line. Um, we don't need to talk about Brent Burns. I think even for a guy who's close to my age, um, he's still Brent Burns, and he showed it. And it was it was just unfortunate. But their forward their forwards are no different. Um, they score. The only difference is they understand how to score goals, but at least just overall skill wise, I just I didn't see that much of a discrepancy between top nine and top nine. I'm going to leave the bottom three because I think that's going to be an entirely different part of this conversation later. <laughs> um, it was. It wasn't as much as as much as the inability to. It's not. It's not the act of scoring goal. It's the scoring goal. It's the act of putting yourself in a position to score a goal. Yes. The number of times where you have 
take the bad shot. Take the, I don't know what's going to happen, but if it deflects into the corner, that's a lot better than it getting blocked back to center ice. And that was something I, I have, I, it's something that just, it, it has continued to stand out. And it's much more than this, this series. It's much more than this year. There is just something about the last few years of this team being afraid to take the first shot. The first, and it, 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 stop thinking. There's, there's always that mentality. If, uh, top gun line, if you think you're dead. Yeah. And they're dead because they kept thinking. The, the desire to make the pass your friend should not out, outweigh the desire to win the game. Yeah. It's like, and then Adam Pellick turns into Noah Dobson, and I don't think we're sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, there's, but as a bigger issue, and I think that, and I've, I've mentioned this several times, but I've mentioned this to several people, and I've said this on, I'm going to say this on, I don't know what number platform I'm saying this on. Lane Lambert is a, is a decent, it seems like a decent man. And he seems like a very good lieutenant. But Lane Lambert has been, has spent four years with the Washington Capitals. The Washington Capitals, even when broken, beaten, scarred, sick, suspended, t- team suspension, not league suspension. Um, the Washington Capitals, even in spite of the coaching staff they had for several years, the first thing they should, it was shoot first, ask questions later. And as much as we all enjoy Barry, as much as we all enjoy Lane, sorry, I'm waving to my neighbors. Um, they didn't, they were taking the same approach that they took with the Capitals to a team that does not have assassins. And the, there's nothing wrong with having a different slate, a different roster with a different skill set. You cannot, you cannot give them the same blueprint and then go, oh, go do this. You can't do that. Ugh, you can do that now with Brock Nelson. Matt Mar- Matt Barzell when he stops, you know, doing everything he thinks he has to, can do that. But Anders Lee should always be used in a Dave Andrew- Dave Andrushuk role. Yeah, the bottom three. Look, the bottom three actually actually get it. It's just wait, it's on my stick. What do I do? I got to get rid of it, and they do it even if it's wrong. They do a thing. Yeah, they put it into the corner. They do put it in the corner. They they throw it in the side of the net. They do something. And and I've said, again, the other thing I said was in in light of this, stop giving this team former Capitals coaches or anyone who has coached even in the vicinity of the Washington Capitals yeah. because they will not know what to do unless there is a complete overhaul to this roster and and I don't believe that is coming. What what? Again. Yeah. So I mean, on that point. You said a lot of good stuff there. I, I the first thing I guess that, that that comes to mind is something that combines both the Gossis Bear, the Gossis Bear point and the the Lambert point is that like uh, I, I just okay the Hurricanes looked like a team that that um 
was able to 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 overachieve um their their injuries because their their team as a whole has understands the assignment of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They understand mm -hmm. the mission of what they're doing. There's a there's a culture there. Um, you know, they're able to plug players in. And and to your point, yeah, they they've played the same, even if it was uh not as talented up front with the injuries they had, the the defense and and I mean the defense is the biggest, I think, uh, as far as skating goes, I would say if you have defense as deep as as the hurricanes, it can it can just help shape the game by virtue of keeping the puck in the other end, mm -hmm. moving it out quickly, which limits the uh, the the opponents uh, limited the Islanders opportunities. How how many times the Islanders dumped and just did not get to the puck in time, and it was out, or they got one opportunity from afar from the side, and it was gone like that. And then the Islanders like. That's not just tactically, but like mentally and physically taxing to mm -hmm. then constantly be like, oh, shit, we have to go back again. We have to go back again. Like, to me, the Islanders don't have. They don't have they, they don't have an identity right now. And that that to me was clear in this whole season and and was amplified. Playoffs amplify where a team is at, in my opinion, because you can have a bad. Mm -hmm. You can have a a um, unfriendly matchup, but with whether some combination of of a just well built team, uh, a well coached team, um, and team culture can can beat that um, if the the circumstances are right. Whereas the the Islanders just kind of this whole year felt like it was an ad hoc season. Every every game they were just throwing themselves at the game. Mm -hmm. And, 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 uh, it was just to me, the amount of time, like the amount of, of setups that the hurricanes got where they, they constructed looks, they had set plays that they were able to do, whether it was even strength or power play, they had set plays that they went with, uh, yes. whereas the Islanders were just struggling to get you know, one, one retained possession, one consecutive cycle forced, forced face off in the offensive zone. And, and, you know, then win a face off and continue to get pressure going. There was just never any, the only, and really the only game where it felt like they got like a good amount of, of pressure, consistent established zone time was maybe that game six. And even then I feel like more of their opportunities came from broken play, broken plays in the neutral zone, puck hopping over someone's stick pass going awry, then, then set up cycle, gain pressure, kick it to, to an open guy type, type stuff. And, and it was just, uh, it like, like much of this season, it made it, it was exhausting as a fan. And I can only imagine how exhausting it is for the players. And I, I just, I kind of, I don't feel as, as bummed as the series made me. I don't feel when we get, I guess, to season reflections, I don't feel completely doomer, doomerish, but I, I definitely feel like whether it's, you know, to me, not even uh gospel spirit. Cause I would have been fine with if they got 
whatever uh, this year's Andy Green equivalent would have been. Someone that was a good defender, mm -hmm. a good no, like no event, but just decent, um, good, good, good stay-at-home defenseman that that can flip the puck out of the zone, pass it to a guy within the in the blue line that's breaking into the into the neutral zone. Not that's he does not create events. He ends someone else's event. Yeah. Islanders couldn't do uh, Islanders to me. I, I was just uh, with Lamorello. You know, it was great seeing Engvall. Um, that that was a mm. great depth depth trade, and I think I definitely think he's a guy that that uh, they they should definitely see what what they can if they can find a, a, a decent uh, a decent deal there. But you know that was that was great and all, but Goss despair with how bad the power play was all year. That is a shared coaching and general manager issue. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we just talk about, we talk about this series. If the Islanders, um, like this entire season, if the Islanders had a 20th in the league power play, they probably win that series because the amount of times that they had power plays that could have put away games that did not put away games. It's it, it, They seem more lost when you give them opportunities than when you put them at a at a deficit. Because you said earlier they don't have an identity. I I generally agree with that statement. One thing that they what they will they adhere to their spit out the bone moment is, oh, you think we're done? You think we can't do this? Fuck you. Yeah. And they've done that. They've generally done that. And they and even with yes, with the additions of Engval and Horvat, and you know, it's just the the variety and, and fashion, but in the variety of just I have I can't like to call them no name defensemen is you know, cruel to the no, to, to those who truly don't have no name, who have no names. Even Bolter, when he was just not at the top of his game, still at least when he when he when he got rid of the baby deer legs, he at least put his he he put his head down and went into it. Mostly because I think most people would just go, like, oh, "Who is this guy?" Well, I'm here and I'm going to do something. Um, I just. The, the power play stuns me because, again, while they are not the other teams that this coaching staff has, has been around, a it's it's that inherent, I'm going to make the – there's only three, three passes you need to make. Well, what if we made six? Well, then the puck is in as that center ice because it hopped over you, which is funny because those – in, you were saying about game six, they were they were the ones who were benefiting from the 50-50 bucks, from the popcorn bucks. Yeah. When they never were before. And but it's it goes back to that when they're in control, they lose control. Yeah. When they are told when they are told, you know, you you are bad and you should feel bad, that's when they turn it around and say, Well, no, we're gonna we're gonna do X, Y, and Z. But they also only had 
in six games, I think, one power play goal. And yeah, was that, I think and I, so. And, I, and, and it was Paul Mary's. Yeah. And again, it, it, was, an, it, was, it was a gentleman whose one of their names starts with the letter P. And, yes. I, and I forgot it was if it was Parise, Paul Mary, or Pierre. It was it but was Paul Mary. It was it, it was, was good old Meatball Kyle's we call exactly. Um, I just I I understand the you know the calls for them. There's several people who I see on the on the onlines and on the socials. You know, saying this is all John McClain's fault. Well, I was having a conversation about the about the Winnipeg Jets with a friend of mine and it's it's very similar it's a, it, where in the cycle do you have to break it is it you know it's one of those well John McClain ran the power play but John McClain is not on the ice John McClain was hired by the coach it was was hired one he's an ex devil so <laughs> there's that but the head coach had to have some say in the staff he wanted, and the GM had to sign off. And in some way, shape, or form, if you've if you've been any if you've been in in any business or had any job that has, you know, more than one layer between you and the owner, there are several people who have to make even that mild coaching hire work. But then it's the G the GM says, "Oh, well, let me give you the players, but you're the." You know, you are the the assistant coach. I need to run the defense and and work on the power play. Yeah, but and there's going to be a siren in the background because I oh, good. Out. yeah. But where do you break that cycle? Whose fault is that that the power play is trash? How bad is that siren? It's uh, it's 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 kind of loud, but but okay. But it's it's, it's already through the it's passing. It's already it's gone. It's there you gone. Go. They're gone, um, but yeah, it's I mean, it's also funny that I think that's a pretty good segue for here's the ambulance running through as we're talking about the uh, anemic power play. But again, how do where do you break the cycle of the, the GM who allowed the coach to make the hire versus the GM who put those put those players on the ice versus the coach who has either the wrong plan or the wrong assistant coach with the wrong roster? It's just it, it's, it's again there is a, there is a you know. You're in an infinite loop, and where does that get broken? I I guess the biggest the the concern when it comes to the power play is is kind of like the concern. The concern I feel in general, which is is that, uh, from especially and a concern that that I feel helpless about as a fan, which is that it feels like everybody knows something's wrong, something's wrong, but but the the people that would know best are in the room and nothing is being changed enough to do it. And they've kind of hoped osmosis would happen. Like it mm-hmm. would just, it would just click and it just did. I mean, and Lane kept saying, these are the guys, these are the guys that have to do it. These are the guys that have to do it. And it's like, all right, dude, but they're not doing it. And and so like, I, I get the whole, co- like having that attitude as a coach in the regular season in January I get that because that's that can be an attitude that makes sense. But this is the playoffs, and if if that's truly immutable, because there is an argument to be made that you know maybe only one switch out tactically, I, I think could have been made or two, because I know they they actually did swap Dobson for Aho, which I I think is more lateral than people 
realize because Ajo is a much better skater, but I think Dobson is is just I think a has a better shot and and I think just maybe has better pedigree as like a, a go-to defenseman. Um you know, there's only outside of that, you could you could have maybe booted Anders to the second unit, made Brock the net front guy and put put Palmieri on the first power play unit. None of that changes to me that like none of that would make me feel like, oh, these guys are going to do something different, which then gets to this this just greater issue in general is that. And it's the concern that 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 I'm left with from watching this, which is that like. I think yes, there's there was bad luck. This, they, had, they had a lot of injury issues, and you can't you can't say that didn't happen. You can't say that didn't. And it was a lot of it was inopportune. You know, Horvat and and Barzell like fit seamlessly, and then what? Like two weeks in, if that six games, six games, Barzell gets out with something mm-hmm. that clearly uh, was bad enough that he wasn't a hundred percent by the time he he was playing. Um. And you know, you you know who caused that injury, right? Craig Smith, right? The the Isle noted, killer. yeah, noted who was had just been acquired by the Washington Capitals from the Boston Bruins, like days before uh, we went to that game, and lo and behold, I think that I think uh, that was Craig Smith played in the debacle of the second game on April 10th, where it was three, nothing five minutes in. And I think he had two assists on there. And I'm looking at my wife going, I think I mentioned this. She goes, yeah, I would never have heard of this guy unless you had complained. And I go, well, I guess I'm kind of, the, the complaint was valid. She's like, this is just absolutely ridiculous. And, but again, I mean, Craig Smith. Well, what, maybe they maybe they go out and get Craig Smith. <laughs> well, I, I just just to just to basically keep him on retainer, just to uh, mm-hmm. just yeah. I for me, yeah. So there were injuries, like, and, and we can't say there there weren't or, or no. that they they didn't. They weren't particular ones that particularly fucked them. Like, you know, the, it seemed like they were they were going to be cruising into the end of the season, and then Romanov gets gets concussed. You know, and and he apparently also is de- like, so they did have injuries. And and to be clear, you know, I think something that I'm at, at peace with about, you know, them losing is that is that even if they won that game six, I don't. With with how clearly on fumes so many of those guys were with how uh, Romanov supposedly has, has been playing through a, a torn labrum. Uh, which, you know, with, with, uh, Pelic, I'm, I'm with how horrible he played in that series. That is either he has some sort of horrendous wrist forearm, so, something in the mechanics of mm-hmm. moving the puck. Cause go back and what, it wasn't just that horrible giveaway that he had all the time in the world to, to rim it, just, just to hold it even just to stay and do nothing. He opted to try, and it, it either either he he has something horribly torn in his arm in in his in his you know puck movement mechanics, or his concussion symptoms have been bad, and his his ability to read the game has been affected, which would be really really troubling. Um, with and these are just guys that, that visibly were were off. Barzal mm-hmm. Barzal's passing was 
horrendous in the series. The amount of times he would do his little, he'd do his little orbital moves and then, uh, and then he'd kick it and the pass would be way, way off. Well, there are also times where if, when, when the pass didn't connect, how many times when he runs his, um, you know, I'm going to skate through the solar system. Does he bump into his own teammates who don't know where he's going? Yeah. And how many times did we, I mean, what you were saying about things developing on a broken plays, both Hurricanes broken plays and Islanders broken plays, how many times off of a faceoff did it just become a rugby scrum with the Hurricanes literally standing there watching the Islanders? I mean, let's quote um, Herb Brooks via, um, why am I blanking on his name? You know exactly. It's from Miracle. It looks like two monkeys humping a football. <laughs> Mike Ruzioni, maybe? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, it's Kurt, no, it was Kurt Russell with that line. And it's just like, you're right. They 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 scramble. Whoever's on, whoever's on the dot wins the faceoff or gets in a position to then kick it back to technically win the faceoff. But then they're not communicating. And whoever's on left wing is crashing in to also get it. Instead of actually, in, instead of stick support, like oh, I'm just gonna fall on you, and there, and and that is, that's a non-coaching communication issue. Yeah, and maybe, you know, maybe you get Adam Adam Pellick his own back to tank. If we're gonna throw some Star Wars in here. You put, you know, you you put him in stasis for the summer. You make you pick six guys who you know you're gonna keep. And you basically put them in, you know, you 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 force them to live in a, in a in a crappy apartment in Point Lookout next to a bar, and be like, so I want you guys for three weeks to hang out to do what Cairns and Bates and Parrish did. We want you to hang out and play video games, get drunk, and get to know each other, and <laughs> then and then sober up, and then hit the ice. And then I want to see if you, you know, if you bunch of idiots can figure out, have actually learned each other. Because again, there's only so much. Once, once Lane deploys the, the players, once any head coach deploys the players, there's a lot of things that are outside of his control. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's, that's true with any other job on this planet. So maybe, you know, maybe it's a simple thing of everyone expected a lot, uh, you know, just before and after the deadline. And maybe the player, and maybe the players bought into that. Maybe they, maybe they started feeling this weight of expectation because, you know, I mean, Bo Horvat is still a very good player. Yeah, Bo Horvat is. He was. He is clearly not the end game Keystone Peaks. He is certainly the. This is the direction, and we have accelerated the direction we're going in with a player like him. He also would not have. I mean, let's. He would not have signed a contract when, when literally the ink on his digital boarding pass on his phone, on that flight from Vancouver to, uh, you know, to uh, Republic Airport, was before that was dry. Like he's he sees something, he knows something, he wants to be part of this, and maybe they just all got the you know the baby giraffe. I'm going to try to do way too much, way too fast, and then fall and trip on myself. And yeah, you know, but again, that's not, that's not something that's not, that's not something the coaching staff can, can handle. That's also kind of on our side, you know, the two of us who are sitting here on zoom 
not us particular, but just in general. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, they talk about doing too much. Like they had to basically from, from the Horvat trade to, they won the two games before that, that, that all-star break. Mm-hmm. And then they, they're outside the, the wild card picture. They make that trade and they, from that point on, played their asses off because they had to, because the the whole, the math, the numbers not being good. And they, they made it work largely by, by tr- bringing back some trots, trots isms into their, into their game, mm-hmm. largely by just having a little bit more scoring and, and Sorokin being Sorokin. But does none of that change the fact that like by the time they got to the playoffs, those guys looked fucking spent. They looked and, you know, just uh, one note on Sorokin specifically in the playoffs. I think he played well. I think he let in goals that he should have uh, uh, stopped for sure or or you would have liked him to have stopped. He also saved a bunch of goals that, that should have gone in and at the end of it is that when we talk about being spent i this was his first time carrying the load that from that period on from that horvat trade onward mm-hmm. he was i'm curious how many games how many games did varlamov do you remember varlamov playing since february three four uh, six would be the most i would say six yeah, even seems six. like way too much six seems uh-huh. wait and and that to me was perhaps that that's tactical like you know if you a lot a lot of what's what's gone on with the islanders it feels like they can't commit to a philosophy they they're they're keeping varlamov because they, they want to have a good backup but then down the stretch they don't utilize him at all you know sorokin played 62 games and i think 62 having to play 62 two one games is you know that that is exhausting. Where to me, I think, I think his issues are were just straight up fatigue, like mental fatigue as well as physical fatigue, more than like mechanics mm-hmm. issues. And uh, and you know, for it, it's fitting for it to end on a fucking goal like that, where it's like, how the fuck? Not just like how the fuck did that go in? Because you know, if it if it had gone, you see goals like that happen where they go short side and it finds the smallest crevice. Above uh-huh. the pad, below the the glove, it went far side. It would have gone wide. It hits his skate and redirects ninety degrees in. It hits the it far was side skate under the pad, next to the blade, and at least I don't want to say this is solace, but Paul Stastny, we, we you know what Paul Stastny is. He has proven who, who he is, what he what he is, and what he can do for many, many years in this league. So if it's like, if it's that McEachern kid, who is yeah. not Sean, who is not Sean McEachern's kid. So I don't, I'm glad it, I don't feel that old right now. But Paul Stastny scoring a goal like that, where you, you need equal parts, blind ass luck, and, you know, veteran wherewithal. I get that. This guy, this guy just, uh, the puck was just given away randomly. Everybody mm-hmm. is scrambling. The puck just got thrown to me. I'm throwing it on net, which is also how the Foss, the, the Foss overtime goal was just, and that was, you know, that like, it's just thrown 
and it's thrown far side and it's thrown the second you get it. Mm -hmm. And so th there's a there's some of that paint by numbers for how the series went. You have two overtime you have two overtime games. You have two games of a large, you know, a greater than one delta, and then you have a couple of close nail biters. So I mean, they could two games that are fifty, literally fifty fifty on what you just said, but then you had two games where each each team said, "No, it's my turn to put my my foot in your throat." And then two games where it's just like, okay, who doesn't want to lose? So I mean, that goes back to they could have done this if they had a uh, what is the medical term? Cranial rectal syndrome. Um, but you can't do that if you're. So you said about Dobson versus Aho. Dobson, the, one of the. One difference between them, and you're right, Aho is a better skater, which is more of an indictment of Dobson than a, than a, you know, from you know promotion of Aho's skills. Noah Dobson is six inches taller, and when he, if he's not going to hit, and I, I I don't have any clear recollections of Dobson engaging engaging the body versus when Aho went to go hit himself in the mirror, which, and then he's the one who took the brunt of that, which is one of the most hilarious, probably the most hilarious uh, moment of this, of that series. Um, aside from just the, the broadcast and the national broadcast partners found ways to make Aho versus Aho not funny, but when, Oh yeah, they milked but, that one dry. But when, when, when good Sebastian Aho goes to hit, bad Sebastian Ajo and good Sebastian Ajo is the one who lands base first on the ice. That is funny. That, that will never not be funny too. Um, but th I think there, I, I think there's going to be deference towards Dobson because he has the shot, right? But he has the body. And sometimes while we're not in the, you know, mid to late 90s NHL with the Flyers with the you know with the Cro-Magnon biggest biggest slowest defenses you know blue line of you know guys who make me look small um you do need someone who can at least have the wingspan who at least ha can put when they put the body in, in the pathway you're making it with the least amount of physical exertion that is still a good play to make not having, you know, your five foot ten, you know, Swedish doesn't know, you know, he's doing what he can to figure things out on the fly defenseman. I I, I think there's gonna be plus again, Dobson's what two, three years younger. So he's got so he's got, you know, also even when Dobson doesn't shave, he looks like he's in my my son's third grade uh, home room. Looks like I, a boy. He always looks like, whenever they show those videos of him, of, of the of players coming off the bus, he looks like it, one of them had the take your large son to work day. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's actually a tag on the back of Dobson's backpack that says, I go to Lego club when school ends. It's, so. it's, I, so, I mean, to, I want to bring us to the season, a little bit of a season cap mm -hmm. shortly, but I, I guess just, 
to be a little less gloomy, uh, some some hope spots that that came out of out of that series. I thought Ryan Pulak rediscovering his 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 top pair defenseman game was was so huge, frankly, because cap league they're spending a lot of cap on him, and the way he looked <clears throat> was uh, that's how that's how he needs to look all season. And whatever it is, uh, you know, and I, I think we'll get to it when we get into season in review. But I, I think mechanics wise, I'm, I'm not after seeing how he played this series. I'm I'm definitely not um, worried that his his skills are are degrading. Yeah. Um, uh, and I just because I want to give you a chance to talk about a play, uh, a, a, a different player. If you, if you have one, I want to talk about something that. You didn't get to experience. I don't think you did not get to go to UBS for any of the playoff games. Correct? No. Uh, the only UBS game we went to was the January game versus Montreal, which could not have been a more lackluster and uh, not heartless, because I think it's absolutely foolish for any fan to question the you know the work output of honestly anyone else on this planet, especially when it's a uh, an athlete, but the most heartbeatless. Two one win, again going back. That was, to that your, was one of the few games they won in that in that future January. Yes, and it goes back to your to the 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 strain of a two one win. But no, we we did not. We actually um we we were actually in North Carolina for most of huh. the series, and we uh, for game one we went to uh, hooligans to meet to hang out with uh, uh, Mikey Ryan and the rest of the. Uh, Isles made up Charlotte group. Cool, so cool. that was good. But no, we, we hope, hopefully in the, hopefully next year we get back to this and we can make it up for a playoff game at UBS. But again, the, it, yeah. over the television, it felt like I'm okay. I'm not going to make the direct comparison. It felt good. Just hearing the vibe through the TV. Being, being there for, for game three. Uh, I was there for games three and four. I was out for game six because, uh, well, probably because of game three, because the Heineken Terrace uh, probably was a bit of an incubation situation, as we as we call it mm-hmm. in the biz. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was great. It was fun getting to have it after after the hell that was last year. Just just getting to have the games and watching how they played um, was hard. Just getting to be in the arena was amazing and the the moment that like uh it was nice to get to have that moment um to get to have that playoff game to have that first uh like really like it genuinely was like the christening of ubs arena was that like getting to getting to experience the heineken terrace before a playoff Mm -hmm. game and it was fucking crazy in there uh you know you had some 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 asshole uh ranger fans and uh fan that that was walking through, having a little bit of a uh, a bit of a, a I think a, a a shame kink or or a, a criticism kink type situation because like uh, guy was walking around walking through the the Heineken Terrace not with anybody not he wasn't with a group of friends he wasn't like asshole getting booed and then I saw him at a bar afterwards in Floral Park. Um, Which one? Uh, uh Fallon's. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, my 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 mom uh, lives lives uh, in like in that area, so I I 
went to say, uh, saw her before the game, went to see her, uh, went to get my car from her place after. And, and then as I was leaving, I saw Islander jerseys inside, went to pop in, pop my head in. Cause I can't, I can't do town bars for more than I have to take short shift. It has to be a short shift. Can't manage minutes, load management. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and that guy was there as oh. well, but he also, again, was not with people. It was, it was a strange thing, but anyway, getting to see the Heineken Terrace, uh, for a playoff game, get getting to, 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 uh, yell at that asshole, uh, getting to just have that, that feeling of the, 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 the loud, let's go Islanders chance to start the game. And, uh, and the, the big thing was like getting to, getting to feel that with other Islander fans, getting to, getting to have the let's go Islander chance, getting to, um, when, when that Paul Mary goal went in, that was so beautiful. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I'll always get to, I'll always remember him instantly looking at the crowd hands up in the air and Parise going to hug him. And then like, you know, the, that onslaught of, of goals. I, I was sitting with three of Leboff's friends. I guess that the, the, the okay. shout out to Mike Leboff. I hope, I hope you're, you're, you're hanging in tight as well as you can. I know taking the L's pretty hard here. But, We're thinking uh, about you, buddy. Thinking about you. The feeling of being at that game with, three Islander fans that I didn't know before going in and, and just getting to talk with them, getting to experience the game. Um, probably roughly same age, probably either a year or so older than me or younger than me. Mm-hmm. And like all we've known is transience of building and instability. And to get to have this arena that we, that is beautiful, that we know they're going to be at for, you know, probably until the, the, the um, polar ice cap situation kind of happens. Um, you know, getting to experience a good playoff moment in the place that we are hope to be uh, forever. It was just, it was nice because it was the feeling of, okay, like this is, a, this is now like everything is, phys- everything is here. Like everything is physically administratively here yeah and 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 getting to have the emotional side of experiencing the fruits of of that stability at least that stability uh was really was really nice so let me ask you this because this is something that based on a prior conversation of ours when at one point lou is not going to be the gm the mm-hmm. gm i think you were saying he t- you know maybe he goes one day and takes the sacrick role or the Brian Burke role. I'm, I'm not justifying the the quality of the jobs they've done. I'm just saying that this is the new structure. You have GM, you have GMA and GMP. Yeah. He goes high up, and the structure is still there. Is this a karma issue with this team? Because I mean, there's always there. There always feels like they've done. You know. This team gets lambasted for lose old school rules. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare they make, you know, how dare this man who's still stuck in, you know, 1957 Providence, Rhode Island, you know, make all these silly rules when these were millionaire athletes. So like, okay. You've never had a job. You've never had a boss. You've never, you've never been in somewhere where 
someone says, this is how we present ourselves professionally. This is how we present ourselves. I'll be right back. Someone's blowing up my, uh, yeah. my, my apartment door. Keep it running. Oh See, I, look, with any, anytime you record life, you're going to have, you know, emergency services in the background. You're going to have unwanted guests. It's just, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a glorious mess. So, but where I was going with this thought was, is there, are the, I don't, you know, this is not a time to, you know, this is not a time to ask questions of faith, but, you know, one thing karmically with this, with this franchise, I've always, it's put down the yearbook and take that fourth fucking stripe off the logo. You are, this isn't soccer. Soccer has its own is its own protocol. It's not even tradition. It's protocol. You put the stars above the bat above the crest, and everyone does it. Mm-hmm. You don't look at the Yankees. You don't look at the Cubs. Uh, you don't look at the Yankees and go. They have a stripe for every championship they've won. You don't look at Montreal and and break down the uniform element for all of their cups or the red. You know, some people will say, "Well, they're X number." Well, the, the Toronto did this when they introduced their revamped leaf. Well, here's a vein in the leaf for every cup. No, that you are you are holding on to you are holding on to a ghost by its ball bag. Stop it. Yeah. Drop the third. First off, I'm I will be a forever proponent of go back to three stripes because I, mm-hmm. I really think once you give once you rid yourself of that baggage, that'll go away. But the going back to the question. Are we now at a sp- spot where you just have to shake the karma because the structure is there, and as long as Lou is around the team or some or you know, let's say one day he finally goes, you know what, I'm just going to do the four o'clock early bird special and just call it a day. He he may never he may never, but let's say he does that. Does Ledecky pick up the mindset and tell whoever he hires because he's still the the absurdly rich guy with all you know with, with all the power and say we are going to adhere to these five tenants from the past seven years yeah is that good is that bad well see i guess the 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 biggest the there's questions with i I don't know how to answer these questions because i don't know what's the first question to ask in in a lot of these situations is that like with lou i my my inclination is just that like i think in general, the way the what you said about you know ridding yourself of the baggage of of kind of blocking yourself into this forever enshrinement of the dynasty, which then makes it almost this thing that is is other is 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 not you. It's it it it, uh, it mm-hmm. almost makes it feel like you know yeah that that was our best you know it, it always feels like that was our best and we're never gonna. We're never going to touch that again. It almost feels like, and and or at, after a certain point, it feels that way. Um, I kind of w- wonder if it's don't don't shed the structure entirely. Don't, but part of me thinks that it's it's time to not not be married to anything that was, because it so much of this year to me 
was very confusing because it, it was a mixed messaging thing. It was mixed messaging the second they said, we need a new voice in the room, but then you brought somebody that's been there the entire time with Lane Lambert. And who's also been the lieutenant yeah. for tw- 12, I think. I, I, I think he's I, there I, in Nashville I, too, right? Wasn't he, wasn't he there towards the end yes, of Nashville? Yes, I, I think it, towards the end, but I, I, so I think that he's been, I think it was like 12 years with Barry. And yeah. that's, and you're right, that's not a new, that's not a new voice. And and for me, so there's a bunch of these different mixed messaging moments and, and, and with the roster, constru- like with the roster construction, how does, how is it that Lane, you know, Lane, Lane talks about offense and, or, or it seems like that, it seems like that was what we were sold about Lane. And it seems like whatever the system is, if there is one, we're told, it's clearly not the trot system. I'm not sure what the thing that they're trying to do or be is because they don't have the players to do it, which then that to me is mixed messaging. Does that mean that strikes me that La- Lambert feels that he's very he's very safe in his job because they're more likely to change the roster to fit him as opposed to he's getting a uh, you know getting pushed to change how he plays. But then he he rolls out the fourth line with three minutes to go in a in a series clinching game. So I don't know what he's watching. Right, but and that's only wrong. That was only questionable this year, because yeah. if you looked two, three, you know, two, three, four years ago, okay, we're we're inside five minutes. Every other line is going to be the fourth line. Yeah, because they have the energy. They have the they have the ability to rest one and two. You put out four. Three, I mean, I, I I don't remember what line three was two, you know, two and three years ago against Tampa, but you roll out Barzal, you roll out Sizikas. I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna say this, you know, center wise. Yeah. You roll, and this was a Brock. You, you're then you roll out Brock, then you roll out Sizikas. You roll out Barzal. You roll out Sizikas because there was something in the water back then where the three of them be like. We'll that pay, first we'll barrier, year, that first barrier for sure. Exactly. And you could and it made sense. And ever and now once again, they bought they understood the assignment and they bought into the message. I this year was not I mean, you you have some extreme ideas on what to do with that. And <laughs> all of your all of your ideas were will devastate my kids. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and and uh, as I, I'm probably going to be playing the voice messages that Mike and I exchange, we are going to have a super uh, what are you going to do with this guy up and down the roster episode in a, in a week or so after the exit mm-hmm. interviews are out and after um, maybe maybe some rumor mill situations start to to bubble a bit. But it has uh, to be rumor mill. You, you know that there are you know they're all going to. Lou still has a house in New Jersey. You know they're all gonna, they're all going to get Jimmy Hoffa at MetLife Stadium if they say anything of, of yeah. interest or value. Yeah, I, 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 I just feel like the the in general, I feel that um, Lou. I I'm thankful for everything Lou's done, but because I want to win a cup, even though I'm not one of these fans that that says none of this matters and you shouldn't have have any joy or pride in any of this if they didn't win a cup. 
as if you were going to get your name on on it um wow. if they did uh I, I think that i just i think it's time i think it's time for a new voice in i think i, I think it's time for new hands and new eyes on mm-hmm. this on this franchise and i think i think in a way part of what i like about what lou has done i do like that he signed um longer contracts for guys in their in their um mid to late 20s because he's identified guys that are pro pro nhlers that can get you deep Mm -hmm. so you keep those guys but and 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 none of them are at horrendous uh contracts in my opinion but so, but none of that changes that if you look at a lot of these teams that have won cups, it's not always the guy that, that put a lot of those pieces in, into the lineup or that, you know, uh, broke them in as NHLers that, that mm-hmm. were the ones behind the bench or uh, at GM. And I think it would be nice. The Islanders are uniquely, um, a lot of parts of them are fixed. Some aren't, um, but there. If if you want to try to go for it, because by virtue of having a uh, potentially gen- generational goalie, you have four. I I I feel you have uh, five ish, maybe more if you're lucky years. But I feel comfortable saying five years of opportunity. If you put a solid team, he can get you into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and who knows if you give him a good team. This is this is this could be a monster, mm-hmm. and and I just feel like it's it's time for someone that doesn't feel, especially because some of the decisions that need to be made are going to be ones that are going to be a little bit cold. I, I I don't I don't think you'd be merciless and you can't be merciless and 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 send off everybody, um, but you, I think. To be realistic, you you're gonna need to make some rosters roster holes here, and to to get value in, you're gonna have to get send value out. So mm. there's some hard decisions that are gonna have to be made, and it, it requires the right. Like think about Tampa. Tampa, yes, they they did just lose, and I don't want to. I'm not gonna talk about who won uh, the game for them. We're not we're not going there today. It was the other side of the scrimmage. Every time those two teams play, it it, yeah. it looks like a college football spring game. So yes, yeah, the other side of the scrimmage won that series. Got it. And uh, and um, but you look at them, and and they they've been successful. You look at um, uh, the 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 Lightning maintained their success despite you know having to make unpopular decisions with uh or not necessarily unpopular but but being like okay thanks thanks uh you know third line you want us a cup but we have mm-hmm. we have to make decisions you're gone uh after last year they they hopped off of the Ryan McDonough trade uh train at the exact right time oh my god they they look at Andre Palat this year they let Andre Palat go at the right time and and I think a lot of teams like this you know those uh even though um fuck the Blackhawks organization, um that they, they were able to to win a bunch of non-consecutive cups because they they were willing to 
make decisions on who to move on from. And they were able to choose wisely on, on doing that. They knew their five guys. They kept with it. Not the burgers, but just human beings. And they identified them and rotated what they needed around at the best moment. I get that. Now, I... See, that's that's the weird. That's one of those threads that ha is coming from. This is the third GM. No, uh, no, second GM, second owner set, but over twenty, realistically twenty five years. We're coming up on twenty five years of. They talk loyalty. Look, I own the Andersley loyalty t-shirt from yes because yeah. it's just it's wonderful and many people did but that loyalty love can kill <laughs> yeah. and look i have my clutterbuck jersey my kids have my kids are the fourth line you know they they love them too but you have to i i have like what I feel confident in or about is that the blue line outside of really Pelican Pulak, there are a bunch of guys that if, if they were to be, you know, cause you can make trades today as long yeah. as you're out. I mean, I mean, you can also, even the, even the teams, you know, th there could be a trade during the cup final, but they, they can't play. But if someone, if the Isles, if Lou wants to wake up and just be like, you know what? I'm going to make another trade reminiscent of the Halak trade because the Halak trade went down during the playoffs. They were out. They got him for a fifth, a yeah. singular fifth or sixth round pick. Yeah. If you can do that on the other side, that's a positive because that I think the blue line, you from our conversations, you seem to be, you seem to be more focused on revamping the, the top 12, you know, the four, the forward core. Yeah. Just get Wiley Coyote in here with the dynamite on the blue line. Yeah. Because interesting. I, that you want to protect your goal. You want to protect your franchise generational goaltender. You, you, you revamp the blue line first. And look, Scott Mayfield is a lovely person. You bye bye. Sebastian, I mean, like Aho, I don't know what you do with. Like, there are some guys I I know that they all, some, a couple of these guys, except for Mayf Mayfield's the one I, I think he's coming up on UFA. Yeah, I just I just had Cat Friendly open, but I close it. It's more of there's there's less term on the three on the on the two through seven defensemen or two through eight defensemen, so you can go out and go shopping. Even if they're look, even if you go free agent shopping for the next Milan Yurchina, Milan Yurchina, even now, it's probably better than Sebastian Ajo or Samuel Bolduc or I like Romanov, but it's still fresh. And that the, the you know, the, the head injury, the weird decision making that you don't know if it's if it's him just, you know, coming back and trying to do too much. I'm sorry, there's a couple walking down my block and the woman if she was wearing a red coat would match her hat she would look like the Carmen San Diego nice. this is fantastic but anyway you can you can go you can go out 
on July 1st or even July 8th, I get three decent defensemen who will be automatic upgrades on you, you know, on on your third pair. Yeah. And I think that is going to be I th- I think that should be priority one. Yeah. <laughs> and I I I guess for me something that I I don't know. I, I guess the th- the thing about the forwards it, is that I also, on some level, like I agree that none of the other guys b- below Pelik Pulak, there's there's no there's no unmovable, there's no untouchable mm-hmm. there, there's no untouchable <laughs> defenseman. I do just tend to uh, both of them being twenty three. Romanov and Dobson, I think, you know, have have room to to really rally, uh, mm-hmm. and and however we we're talking about, like I said, a five year, like we need we need shit to to happen. So like, I feel like I think the thing that I'm most confused about is I don't know who's running the who's running the show anymore. I don't. Barry's not around and I don't know who's running the show. I don't know if Lane really is is inspiring these guys. I don't know if Lee is the is the locker room guy and that's, you know, been too much for him. I don't know what it is, but it just feels like I don't know who's running the the, the ship because, you know, similar to your bring back the the uh the Karen's Bates house uh proposals that like I don't know. I don't know. I uh, sorry, the gummy is fucking hitting my head Love right it. now. It's it. It's You're, you got the gummy. I've got coffee number nth. Um, yeah, we're 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 on both sides. It's of the it, it's that I feel like so much so much of what's gone wrong here is mental mm-hmm. for so many players. Uh, I think Dobson's probably mental and physical because even. Even though he's not like the the swiftest skater when he's healthy, it, it was it was way too like clunk. His his mechanics were way too clunky to be like, yeah, this guy's doing good. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's that like with how young Romanov and and Dobson are. I think Romanov. It's I think the first half of the year was was mental, doing too much, uh, and then and then he then he clicked, but then he got apparently two horrible injuries in different parts of the body at the same time. So that's very concerning, um, especially for physical defensemen. But I'm just afraid of like, you know, if, if we jump off of those guys, I'm, I'm scarred from every year of the trots year, feeling like we had everything but the players. Like we had everything but, but like, the completed roster, I should say. Okay. And, and now it feels like there's more of a roster, but I, it, they just don't seem to have, have it together. Like they, they don't have, I just don't, I don't trust this team because they don't seem to trust themselves. And I don't know why that is. And, and, and it just feels like, it feels like a band aid needs to be ripped off. And like, if, if there's nothing that makes it easier, you brought up the fourth line. Nothing makes it easier than to to look at, you know, 
where they're at and need to think about it realistically is that like this this team this era of the islanders i think we have to accept that like it's done the trots the trots lou era is over and everything that we had defined by it, and like it did it it's sad it didn't work out but like because i i, I didn't get to talk about him yet zach parise Thinking about like, you know, looking at this realistically, all the quotes about Zach Parise after the game, about how dejected he was in the locker room and like how he, it seems like he's as, as, as great as he played. He pretty much seems like he doesn't know if he's going to be it, that that was it. I feel like we need to have that same type of like look at this era of the Islanders of like, I think the you've exhausted this. Parise, the way Parise is exhausted, he played his ass off this year, got a 21 goal season. And, and I thought he played hard in the playoffs. He didn't get any production. And I think it's because there was nothing left. There was nothing left to get out of this type of team. Well, you know what the, you, you know what the ultimate, era defining move or era closing move is going to have to be right what is it four four words for you what is nashville nashville predator josh bailey and interesting i well i say it because he's been in i was i don't know if you well i don't know if you were old enough to drink in the parking lot for that draft but i was in the parking lot with various uh Situations? Uh, uh, there were situations going, but there was various Islanders, uh, Islander Mania, and Isles Twitter luminaries who were so poorly overserved, both because before and because of that that sequence of Garth Snow, you know, effects. Look, Josh Bailey. First, Josh Bailey was giving Kavasha's number, so I mean, there's a reverence there that everyone needs to just. Recognize respect. respect. Absolutely. But it's either he he's got one year left at five, which is ludicrous. It was a great, I don't want to say great deal, but it was much better a couple years ago. He's got one year left at five. He performed well under Barry. Give him his last year. Give him one last year to just earn his money. Nashville's not going anywhere next year. Get him reunited. Let's see. Let's see what a January goatee, you know, or a January Van Dyke looks yeah. like on Josh Bailey. Because how? how I, let, let's let's break out the vocabulary. How resplendent in that beard did Barry look when he held up that twenty three jersey next to David Poyle's uh, ninety five? You know, he looked. I miss him. He looked, I miss the large at, skull. Oh, he looked at peace. He looked refreshed. And that's not, I mean, and that, now he gets to just sit at a desk and go, yeah, do that. Yeah. Do that. I'm going to, here, I'm going to write this check. You, you know, I'm writing the check that your body has to cash. Maybe now, he, and now again, there's a difference between playing for Barry and playing under Barry, but. To me, that's the only. If if Lou can't Kovalchuk, Bailey, mm-hmm. you send him to Barry. 
Yeah. Because and, and I just think that I think that's that's step one. I think, but again, that's your that is your era. That's your that's the closing of the door. That's yeah. the closing of the of the. That's the next era. That's over. Like that is that's the. He is the end of the Garth Snow. Yeah. I get that he drafted Barzell, but Barzell is he's modern. He's yeah. Barzell's you know what was he 20, 25, 26 now? Yeah. I just looked up. Yeah. Twenty five, I think. Yeah. You 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 want to you, you want to write a new chapter, and this sucks to say. Josh has to, Josh has to go. Give him his own night. Give him a fifteen minute video. Get, the moment you know he's gone, start making the bobblehead. Yeah, yeah. I it just you you give credit where credit is due. You show the love, but again, it's got to be. It's you know. That might be the karmic response to moving on to the next era, yeah. and maybe you send him in Mayfield. But again, I, I, we're just you know, there's no point in spitballing this. But again, you get to that point where you know you have to be ice. You said it, ice cold in what your moves are. And there's yeah, there's and there's and there's trades and stuff. I, I I believe one of the questions that I'm going to answer from the voicemail is r- refers to moves or something. So I might save my more spicier <laughs> thought, but, but, and, and to state the obvious after, you know, uh, after Bailey is that like, I think, I think you have to have, even though they don't make as much money, I think you have to have serious conversations with clutter. The same way I think Bailey's conversation. It's like, look, do you want to play next year? I'm not going to do Arizona or I'm going to try my best to not Arizona you, but like, are you willing to, if you, if you want to play and you're willing to move, um, like if, if not, I can, like, if you're cool with me, LTIRing you, we'll do that. If not, if you want to play next year, it's not going to be here. It's not. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you need to have a similar conversation with, Clutterbuck and Martin, even though there's only one year left for, for both of those guys, it's, it's, it can't, it's just not, they need to be free of that. Like, and and the thing is you need to still have physicality, but it doesn't change the fact of if you are not able to skate there, you're not able to get physical. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, outside of the Clutterbuck goal there, they had some, some solid shifts, but they, they, had bad games throughout. And, and I think it's time for, to move on from, from them. Cause you know, now you have a whole bunch of guys like Durando, like Holmstrom, like Ishikov that you can try in, in the bottom six wings that, that mm-hmm. have speed, that have something to show. And it's just, it's, they need to be, they need to have that also, they, they need to have that, that energy in the room. The same way you have to be considerate of, you know, you don't want to lose all the attitude and character and moxie um, and all the romantic things about hockey that is usually bullshit. But guys like Parise and and the fourth line did bring and and, and had tangible, you know, positive affect. Uh, 21 goals, 21 goals out of a 38 year old. Uh, there is there is a need to also have some some ener- some some life in that room some energy some cuz it feels like they're, they're at a time after a while okay loyalty but has not gotten stale 
you know, and I think, and it's not getting old. It's just, it's functionally too slow. And I, I think they just, those are the first two conversations I think they need to have because those mm-hmm. are, those are ones that, that are various either dumps or, or, you know, basically soft circumvention moves that, that you have, that, that you have to, to do. Other ones are more tactical and, and, and will probably require more longer negotiations because you're having to you're you're sending value out but you, you're very particular because you need to get the right value in um, that's true i'm more concerned of what i'm going to photoshop to the fourth line if that were to happen yeah you know what they yeah. give me i mean there's i'm i will never run out of album covers for them um there's a band from bridgeport connecticut called clusterfuck that led directly into some of these for this year and i i could not have been more pleased with uh, with that and it's just it's but you're right you hard decisions but if someone sees value in what you're offering or what you need to move again no josh is not going to arizona well no no I, let me rephrase if you respect josh he doesn't go to arizona he doesn't go to anaheim he doesn't go well. Anaheim wouldn't probably wouldn't want him because of what they're trying to do. I mean, you could send him to Chicago, but that would kind of mean that you don't like Josh if you want to put him in a situation like that. But maybe is it Josh is an, I mean, I know Josh is an Ontario boy, but I don't know if he's an Ottawa or a Toronto guy. Ottawa, I mean, Ottawa's turning things around, but you know, hometown, you know, Southern Ontario boy, kick the can. I mean that's I mean that's simple too. I would not send him to Montreal because that's just cruel. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but you know those are guys, you know. Yeah, Nashville, Ottawa, maybe even Winnipeg, Calgary. If you want to, you know, these are a bunch of good Canadian boys. Send them it's, home. Yeah. And it, it, it just, but you know, you're right. You don't. You you sit down and you know be adults and you make a, you have adult conversations. You trade the blue line. Just yeah. you, that's when you can just heartlessly said, you know, say, um, you see him punks up. You it's like, hey, it's your wedding day. I just traded you. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes yeah. everything. I mean, and, and this is the beginning of what started with, with Trotz being fired. Once mm-hmm. he was fired, that was we gonna perpetuate that? We're we're still on the fired versus uh I think mental health. I am curious to what extent because there's been there's been so many different narratives that have been put out that everything feels speculative so everything feels plausible enough i and i i can see it being multiple things i can see i'm curious if oh hello we have a visitor piper say hi can you say hi that's piper we'll see if that hi piper um don't no, worry, no, there, there, the fourth liners will be narratives. safe forever. But yeah, but uh, yeah. there are many narratives. But the there. narrative that I but the narrative that I believe is when he two weeks after his firing, he went on a reputable media outlet and said, "I talk to Lou twice a week. I have been picking Lou's brain. He has been guiding me. I want to get into management. I talk to Lane every day, and there there is nothing but." There is nothing but respect and communication amongst all of us. And that tells me 
that Lou looked at Barry went to Lou and said, I need a break. I need time. I could see that. Yeah. And and I mean and, him losing him losing his mom also was and, there, like... and he, it was his mom. There was another immediate family member who went who was going through you know, equally serious medical. It was it was very reminiscent of the Hamannick situation. Yeah, and we all know for every last every last thing that Gar Snow did wrong, how he handled the Hamannick situation, and then the fallout from the Hamannick situation shows that Gar Snow knew when to, knew how to do things the right way. And Snow is that Snow is also a disciple of Lou. Yeah. Um, although Garth is a much bigger asshole yeah yeah in a good way but i i think that this is in that it's one year left we see what's going on barry this is you know this is one of those this could kill you yeah i don't you know i don't want to be the, the gm who gave give you the heart attack but we can make this we can make this work and we'll just to pay you i have to fire you Mm-hmm. interesting i i could see that i guess the other thing the thing that i was curious about was just that that if he wanted to become the gm of the islanders if, if he made if he made clear his management thing and that that lou maybe indicated like no like i'm i'm planning on or i don't see that i i don't know or that the best place for you to do that would not be here i i, I don't think, know i think well i think he went to the right place to 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 cut his teeth in yeah, the front office because he was he was their first coach two years before they even took the ice. Yeah, he was their first coach for three hundred years. He's replacing the guy who 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 hired him, who is now finally retiring after nine hundred years. He is in and of himself like they are like two Yodas, all you know, rolled into one. There was no safer place for him to start his, you know, big leather chair era. Yeah, than in Nashville for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah. ultimately, is that for for if Trotz, if Lou was willing, whatever it was, if 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 that, no matter what, once Trotz was not the Isles coach, that day was like, okay, everything, nothing's off the table, or, or like mm-hmm. there's nobody that's that's done too much for this organization uh, to be cast out or 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 removed from the equation, and and everybody, you know is on notice type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's just sour. It's sour and it's sad to, to, to be here, to be there. You know what I mean? Yes. But, but you, it, you know, it, it's time, it is time to change. I think Islanders making moves that, that allow this to be more of a bohor that team rather than the team that is still coming out of, is defined most by a player, not on the team. Than, than, than a, t- a player on it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's time mm-hmm. to it's time to get past that. It's been enough time. The organization has recovered. The uh, roster, I think, has been built up overall, and you finally have a goalie that will keep you in in every single game. That that now it's time to have new faces of the franchise. It's funny. Just I thought you were making another Josh Bailey reference, not to that other guy. <laughs> no, just... no, 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 but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, but no, so I think, and, and uh, we, we've been on for an hour and a half. So if you don't want to do these, these, uh, these, these voicemails, it's fine. 
but uh, they're, they're, they're all brief. Um, I can just run them, run them real quick. Let me, I think I have to share a screen because every time I've ever been in a, like, oh, I have to open, I have to give security. I have not gotten a hailing signal that the uh, the circus monkeys have detonated. So um, I think, I, you know what, let's just do it. Okay, let's see privacy. What, what, what do I have to allow? Um, share screen. Oh, let me try it again. Share screen. Share system preferences, security privacy. That makes sense. Uh, I'm not sure where the fuck it is. So while Des is doing the IT thing, yeah. Is as long as we're going to get rid of that fourth stripe, I think there needs to be a solid orange. Uh uniform coming up. The problem is Fanatics is taking over the on ice deal. And I I have no I have really no faith in anything that company can do. But imagine an imagine an inverted an a orange dominant finding Nemo <laughs> from the Bailey era. That would be like soul scorching and I will buy seven. Let's see here well, I'm just, let me try this. What, what I'm going to do <laughs> is, do you, if I press play on this, you probably won't. Did you hear that? No, I think you're going to have to, oh, if, you, if you share, mm -hmm. if you hit share, then do it. We might, we might be in business. Ay, ay, ay. Look, and if we don't, we don't. It's fine. It's the magic of the internet. And I can share. Ooh, there we go. Here Ooh. we are. Aha. Uh -huh. All right. First one. No. I'm seeing it play. I'm not hearing it play. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just have to do this solo dolo, as it That's were. Fine. Or maybe just save it for... Save it for Mike. We just do a mailbag thing since we've gotten a couple, haven't vetted them. But that's fine. This was just a nice little vent, well shit session. I I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate it greatly. I uh, was there anything anything at all that you specifically wanted to uh, to get out into the ether while 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 we're uh, I guess doing? Is there anything about the season that you'd want to say or? I think the Met, I, I, where you're at. All right. If we're going to do a Jerry Springer's final thought here. Yes. Um, Rest in peace, King. Indeed. Really, the message is, you know, this, what, this wasn't the suck. This was, this was clearly not the, you know, the, the, the end that we were, everyone was looking for. But if you, you know, if you looked at January, and you said oh, this is still going to happen. Well, people will call you a, a liar, a fool. But honestly, this is this smells like a transition year. This this is a transition summer, and I think the draft is going to be very interesting because they, if you look at the next three years, they only they're only missing three draft picks over the next three years. They have some pieces that can move. Um, I wouldn't say start trading sound tigers. I know what I said. Um, <laughs> but I also get the feeling that 
I don't think July 1st, much like, again, the karma surrounded this team. July 1st is not, in the last, like, 10 years, July 1st has not been a friend to the New York Islanders. July 8th has been August 1st. Lose drawer full of contracts. That's, you know, Kadri's suiting up any day now. He absolutely is. Um, but I think the I think the biggest the biggest thing nothing I think I'm most annoyed that the Islanders have forced me to to jump onto the Nationals and you know bandwagon of embracement earlier than I expected because that is a team that that truly is like they are worse than like the 2008 New York Islanders Ooh. if you want to compare like bare bones full of nobodies who finished you know DFL but just let yourself decompress just see where this is going remind yourself you're never like it's actually very it leaves me at peace knowing I can't just jump on Twitter and think Lou read what I said and said yeah John's right and then everything's on, you know, the burden's not on, you know, because the, the burden's not on me. The burden is on everyone else. And I can just sit here and go, you know, you, you're doing your job admirably. I'll wait for you to come back and do your job because your job is seasonal. You know, let's just, let's just enjoy. Like, I can't, I, I, as a downer as the season ended, I, I can't, I, I can't bring myself to let it like, grind my day into a halt like that tiny little you know blonde haired face that appeared in the window behind me we're gonna go inside and we're gonna do a puzzle together yes. and you know that's what brings me to peace find what brings you to peace dude I'm gonna have a lot more time to uh, to do Godzilla photoshops yeah so, very close you know, yeah that, I mean that's my de-stressor right there and that's my time killer, much of my life's trip, right? But again, my, my my last thought is, this didn't suck. This was not pain. This was just, eh, shit happens. It's, so, yeah. you know, just when we get to September, that's when we start enjoying or we start getting stressed. Or that's when, you know, you, this, the next few months are unnecessary, just recenter and this is in life this is not just the new york islanders I mean, just go find that other thing bring yourself back into a september you know let's watch the draft the draft is always fun it's I, I think the nhl draft has the best draft because you can actually trade picks for players and it actually happens it's not just the nfl draft is cool but you're only getting picks for picks i don't understand the nba uh, salary cap structure so i'm, I'm not going to comment on that and the MLB draft is probably, it's like watching paint dry. Um, but, you know, get your popcorn. And then when nothing happens, it doesn't matter. Yeah. that's and... the, You opened up with this with me being sobering thoughts. Like, first off, yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that my, so my thoughts are sobering when I'm sitting here, like, frantically doing, you know, album cover and other, like, weird-ass uh, photoshops, like, on the fly during a game. And then, you know pissing people off because i you know i photoshopped the fisherman logo in the pope's hands which is beautiful stuff like but again like you once like once that is out you know the stress goes down 
So again, it's a rambling final thought, but just it's it's not the end of the world. It's really what it is. Well, yes, and and for me, like for me, lasting thought that I have at this moment is just when I think about the season. I do think about it as transition. I'm not sure to what, but I'm happy. I'm one. I'm happy that that this transition is going to involve an arena that they know they're going to be playing in, and you know they're not gonna they're not gonna rebuild. Which for some reason people are desperate to to have happen. For it's it's weird. It's it's as if you haven't seen the Islanders get Griffin Reinhardt and Michael Dal Cole in in drafts. So you know I I. Beyond that, beyond that, beyond the ridiculousness in that, beyond the fact that to to tank this year, the Islanders would have had to have started being shitty three or four years ago. So, mm-hmm. like that, it that that wasn't that was never going to be. So, accepting that, you have ownership that because of that new arena that they want there to be a lot of games in, and they know that they're competing with a major market, like on the same train line, they are going to spend, are going to want to spend, are going to not let this team be shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or you'd like, you'd like to think that they're motivated by that because I'm sure they're not happy that they only got three games. I'm sure, especially when they know how much money they made in a shittier arena a couple of years ago, like I, they're going to spend. So know that it, it, it's been much worse that you have stability that you haven't had in a long time. That change is coming. Um, and that if you are so, if you, if you're not willing to choose to believe in some of the, the, the good potential things that can come out of what is here and you are so certain that it's going to suck and you spend all day talking about it online every single day, fighting with people who also just have that same general perspective and you're just kind of arguing over who is the most useless player on this team are you sure that this is how you want to spend what is you know very possibly your one um sentient existence uh because you don't have to you can you can leave and Mm -hmm. it's fine to feel sad if anything for me transition point here i felt so like bummed and and just like because I, I'm like, damn, things are about to change, especially seeing that Parise tweet. Oh, like seeing that really fucked me up. I stayed up. I slept only three hours that night. Ugh. I stayed up until um, I probably actually fell asleep. I went to bed at three, probably fell asleep around 4.30-ish. Um, but I stayed up until about 3 a.m. listening to some some um, some new, uh, new song ideas, like uh, – practice-based like recordings that we've done mm-hmm. and like i was able to like start like immediately like when i came back from like my 1 a.m smoke i was like i know what i'm gonna do i know what i feel i know i'm thinking about so many things i'm going to listen to some of our new stuff and just like i would loop like 16 second pre- like parts of it just to like mm-hmm. feel different melody ideas or vocal ideas coming up because I was so I was in such an emotional headspace, but I have a thing that I that I get um, fulfillment out of that I that I get uh, uh, projection out of 
that I get mm-hmm. that I get uh, uh, personification, a uh, personhood that that I, I get some some of my defining personhood from, and and that make that lets this be lets this be a thing that I am passionate about. Oh, we got a Triceratops in the house. We do best dinosaur, honestly, mm-hmm. easily. Um, it's it's it is important. Mike and I always talk about you got to have other things. You got you to have other, th- and especially I don't uh, gamble because I find um, living in New York under capitalism to be a humongous, a humongous gamble. I think I'm gambling every single time I write a check. Um, every time I pay the rent, I, I, I and, and when you are funding this life through a job that you hate and you know you hate. So it's like I, I'm I'm gambling by existing right now, um, if, especially if you're gambling. I, sometimes I wonder if that's where a lot of this kind of aggressive, abrasive uh, discourse has has kind of, along with all the other just the way social media, uh, you know, bubbles this up. But I, I think it's in sports for me because I don't gamble on it. I I I don't sink that added money onto it like if you're spending money on this you need to view this as like i think you have to view this as a fan mm-hmm. but you also have to view it as like what you're watching you have to remember that you're a fan of what you're a fan of something that is a competition it is an art it is a tv show all at the same time and to that end it's like if you are not letting it be um if 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 you're not creating these guardrails uh, for yourself mentally uh, as a person, it is not going to let this shit stay fun. I I to you know I think about uh, we talk about eras changing at the beginning mm-hmm. of this era or sub era, you know that we think is 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 coming to a close now. This five year span, uh, something that Dan. Dan over at, at Lighthouse at, at Isles Anxiety said about the the encyclopedia of oh. this is the one time his name of John Tavares saying whatever whatever the name of it was one of the things mm-hmm. he said in that final piece that was basically you know a this was exhausting this was miserable this was genuinely not productive for me to have done in ret- in retrospect and allowing this to exist in this capacity. Mm-hmm. That that registered with me so much because I was fucking miserable that day. That, that like I I got I got I got pulled from the game of doing the laundry that day by uh by my fiance. Uh, you know she she I, I didn't have it that day. It was clear. Um, but uh, yeah, you know I you can't you can't have it make you become a shorter. Uh, a, a shorter person, a, a very tense and 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 volatile um, person, a toxically volatile, you know, energy. Oh no, it's it's not good. It, it's going to stunt you as a person, and and um, I it makes people like me uh, yell at you for being a fucking wet blanket <laughs> and and just you know not not needing it because I don't need this. I don't need to be you know arguing with someone that uh is destined to be unhappy exactly so it you know 
this is this has been a, a year that's been and because it's had so many up and ups and downs, I've felt them. I've jumped up and down on this couch. I've I've been just shell shocked at like, okay, is this is this a team that is gonna have to become a rebuild, like become a lottery team next year? But you know, it ended up being something they were a playoff team that mm-hmm. was good enough to make the playoffs and nothing more. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm able to accept that for what it is. I believe that they can be better. I believe that they should have been better, but I believe they can be better. And uh, I'm choosing to let that belief also make me not say that the future is screwed and that uh, Horvat is is going to be the new David Clarkson or something. No, you're absolutely right. And maybe we should just all let them go on vacation. You know? Maybe we thought we should all go on vacation. I think. That's what I'm saying. Not together. Um, no, but it, 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 all it would us. it would not be the worst if we ran into each other on vacation. That's yes. a little different. Yes. But no, these are that's I, I think what what underscores everything you said is people forget that these are also people. Yeah. And we all go to our jobs, and we all go and do what we do. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. On their end, you have to wait a full year for things to change. On other people's ends, you have to change in a week. Yeah. And the difference is, one of you is on de- is on regional or national television, and I think that skews everyone's thought process and skews what everyone everyone's expectation throws off expectation management. But again, I'm with you. Let's you know, it's the summer. There's it's music. The summer. There's... These guys know things are changing. Mm-hmm. we know things are changing that's part of why you know the players were so not even like it was it wasn't the tears of the tampa game seven it there was there was a the, the tone was interesting the tone mm-hmm. felt just yeah this is where this is at and there was a feeling you know so, so to me with that in mind you know that that sucks for them. So they're going to be probably letting themselves try to try to have a happy life until mm-hmm. they get find out where this lands. And I think if you're not doing that um, actively for yourself, you very especially if if your pursuit of that is affected by this because you're not on the team. I think I think you know you really got to reflect on that and just two try words. to do better to yourself yeah two words touch grass agreed well yeah. john this has been great thank you for making more time than than we agreed to i i, I apologize every time i do this at uh leave off we, we said we were going to do an hour and we literally did two fantastic no desmond this was this was excellent i'm glad you know i'm glad we we did this there was a little bit of catharsis and and just just yeah. No, it felt good. It felt it felt good to to just to think about this. But um, again, I'm on the I, I'm on the bench whenever you need me. Oh, we got a deep team. All right, it's been through good. the island. We will uh we'll be getting to you with our uh even more granular player by player uh, podcast. Uh, Excellent. All righty, folks. Appreciate you, John. Have a good one. Thank you, Desmond. Have a good one. Every day. See you at the